Hi, this is Dan. And this is David. And this is Campfire Stories. Welcome to the show this week. Uh, we're talking about hammocks and uh, tents and which one we like to use, which one we think you'll appreciate using. Um, David, what are your what are your thoughts? Which, which do you prefer right now? I know hammocks are getting really kind of trendy. Tents uh, have been around for ever, just about. Um, in some in some way, uh, people have been using tents or shelters similar to tents for uh, hundreds of years, probably. Hammocks uh, have definitely become more popular just recently. Uh, which which do you want to take today? Are you going to take the tents or are you going to take hammocks? Well, since I've only used my hammock a couple of times, I have much more experience with my tents. So I'm going to tackle tents today. They are um, all right. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want to go last? I suppose. I mean, it's only <clears throat> about 25 minutes. Uh, let's break this up. Let's say we're going to go back and forth uh, and discuss kind of like uh, pros and cons of each. Um, I have to say that uh, either either one or both of them have have a bunch of cons. Both of them have a bunch of a bunch of pros. Um, so do you do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first about hammocks? Oh, I'd like to hear more about hammocks right away. Right away. <laughs> right away. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, hammocks. I mean, just like tents. I mean, there's so many different types of them. Uh, but up until probably recently, um, most people have probably been been tenting rather than hammocking. So it is it is definitely a new phenomena. Yeah. Um, I th- I think one of the biggest advantages of a hammock is that it gets you off the ground. You don't have to worry uh, if the ground is wet. You don't have to worry about stuff underneath you as far as brush. Um, you don't have to clean up the area underneath you. You don't end up having to worry about, uh, as far as leave no trace, you don't have to worry about... Uh, moving like just affecting the ground as much as you would with a tent. Yeah. Um, there are some definite drawbacks. Uh, depending on the hammock that you get, you don't really have many places to store your stuff. Um, no matter, like even if you end up with a huge tarp over over your setup, you still risk having water come underneath your your hammock and getting all of your stuff that might be sitting on the floor or the ground underneath you wet. Mm-hmm. Um, but being, being a foot or two or three or four feet off the ground definitely uh, means that you end up having more floor space when you're outside of your hammock and you're just hanging out with uh, the rest of your camp uh, crew. Um I'm trying to think. Uh, I was kind of ready to uh, to go pro pro tent uh, this this episode, but I I understand why uh, why you kind of wanted to go pro tent. Yeah. As far as hammocks go, there are definitely like Clark, uh, which is one of the which is the hammock that I use, Clark Jungle Hammocks. Uh, they make a two person. I think that that is probably one of, in my opinions, one of the biggest downfalls or biggest cons of using a hammock that is fair. that you are. 
Yeah, well, the thing is, is ultimately uh, a hammock, a hammock is very just you. I mean, it's a solo experience uh, nine times out of ten. Um, but if you if you are with a significant other, it is nice to be able to be in one shelter. Yeah, and. And you 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 really can't do that with with a hammock unless you go and buy a two person hammock. Which chances are, unless you're you're willing to spend five to six hundred dollars on a two person hammock, you're probably not going to uh, to buy something like that just for like you know a once a year trip with yeah. your significant other. You Whereas, know, if conversely, I picked up a two person tent uh, Ozark Trail for. $110 or something like that, maybe even less now. And me and my wife can go and use that anytime we want. And uh it's it's no big deal. We both have enough room, we're comfortable, and it wasn't a huge investment. No, to- I totally agree. Um with I I think we we still have a little ways to go for for hammocks. Um like 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 I said earlier, tents have been around forever. Hammocks, in one way, in one form or another, have been around for a while. Uh, like you have your back backyard hammock that people have with the netting and whatnot. But as far as camping goes, uh, it's definitely a new phenomenon, and a lot more people are getting into it to, just to try it. You know, I think the uh, the the biggest downfall of camping is gear. Everyone loves to go buy gear, myself included. Yeah. <laughs> and you like to you like to try new things. Um, but you get to a point where what else can I buy? You know, and so the manufacturers are sitting there trying to figure out, well, what else can we sell them? Right. Um and and so right now hammocks hammocks are definitely a trendy thing. Um and maybe maybe eventually uh we'll have more options with hammocks uh, like we do with tents. I mean, you can get a one-person tent. You can get a 10-person tent. Um, you can get uh, a three-season tent. You can get a four-season tent. I mean, you can get all sorts of crazy things with tents. Hammocks just aren't there just right now. And I think once people or once manufacturers really start thinking outside the box and trying to come up with some better competition uh, for tents in the hammock um line of of shelters then we'll we'll definitely be able to see more options um more advantages of sleeping in a in a hammock than than sleeping in a tent yeah and um, even um institutionally there seems to be a little bit of a drawback to using a hammock uh recently i was camping at a campground a state campground out in the patchog forest and you're not allowed to hang hammocks inside the campground from trees you have to set up a tent or sleep in your car um yeah the, the now now strength. yeah and i mean i mean there there are uh there are companies that are working to give you kind of like the best of both worlds like my hammock uh <clears throat> because it has poles two poles on it i can actually stake it out to the ground oh really as a, as a bivy yeah as a one-man tent Wow, I did not know that you could do that. Yeah. Uh, another one, Lawson, uh, L-A-W-S-E-N or O-N, I forget how it's spelled. But Lawson hammocks, they also uh, can be converted to a tent. Wow. <clears throat> so they're yeah. like a, a freak hybrid. 
Yeah, and I mean, <clears throat> mine's a bit of a freak hy- hybrid also just in that it um, it is a four-season hammock. Um, and if you go on if you go on to Clark's uh, website, you can definitely see like testimonials and pictures of people who purchased them uh, sleeping like in blizzards, you know, and, and they come back to their like they take a picture of their hammock and you could barely see that it is a hammock because you just you just see like this big, huge mound of snow. Yeah. So it looks like they're sitting on the ground, even though they're it, just in two or three feet of snow. It honestly, I a couple of the pictures that they have over there, like <clears throat> one one picture was uh, this guy went hunting and he came back and he took a picture of his hammock, quote unquote hammock, and it really just looked like an igloo. Like you didn't see the hammock at all; it just looked like an igloo. Yeah, um, between two trees, and you're you're not going to see that with like an eno, you know, with your your hammock because I know you have an eno. Yep. Um, it, it's just not made for four seasons, especially like you could probably, <laughs> and I mean, you could get away with cool nights in December in Connecticut, but you're not going to get away with below zero, um, with a blizzard. Right. Like you're not going to, you're not going to get away with that. Uh, my Clark, you could, but there was a vast difference in, in price as well. Um, but I mean, you're going to see a vast difference in price, uh, for tents as well. I mean, if, if you're going to go from a two season or a three season to a four season, um, like if you go and look at the, uh, the, the Nemo, Nemo equipment, uh, four season tents, I mean, you're looking at $600. Yeah. That's, but they're made to, they're made to stand up to winds on Everest, you know? Um, but let me let me hear what your thoughts are on tents. So the biggest advantage for a tent over a hammock that I can see is, you know, I like being up in the mountains. And one of the side effects of going higher on a mountain is that the trees get smaller. And let's say you're in the alpine zone and the biggest trees around you are only, you know, three, four feet tall. And it's getting dark and you want to set up camp. Well... A tent is definitely the way to go, unless you want to stretch your hammock out on a three-foot tree and end up sleeping on the rocks all night anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, definitely. And so for situations like that, you know, um, I know the last time we went, we had to backtrack down the mountain about a mile to find some trees and a suitable spot to set up a hammock, where um, if we had all had tents, we could have stayed up and you know, not lost that extra 15, 20 minutes of hiking next morning. Um, so that's the biggest advantage that comes to my mind right off the bat. And um, Besi- Besides the fact that it's so much easier to have multiple people in multiple space inside of one tent. Yes, which we had covered already, I thought, but yes. Yeah, but this is your turn. It is. <laughs> Um, so, so for you, for you, the, the biggest advantage of having a tent is going to be the ease of setup, uh, as far as location is concerned and, and speed. Um, yeah. And definitely when you're considering, uh, either a really mountainous terrain where your trees are possibly going to be limited or even, you know, when you're out in like the red rocks or, 
you know, the, uh, what is that, like Sonoma, all the, the red rock mountains and stuff out there in Arizona and everything, where there's just not a lot of trees around, um, you're definitely going to want to have a tent for those kinds of places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, plus, the tent, you can, you know, it's roomier. You can keep all of your stuff inside with you. Um, and um, in my opinion, tents are actually a little bit warmer than hammocks just because there is no open air. You know, with your hammock, yeah, you can get your top quilt and your under quilt and your bug net and things, but ultimately there is a huge gap between your rain fly and where you're sleeping. That open air can run over you or under you, um, and in a tent, you're completely sealed off from the outside air. Yeah, but you, I think you're compare like... Well, at least with my experience, with my ENO hammock versus my, my tent that I have. Yeah, I mean, you'll definitely have to check out my hammock because uh, because it is a four season, It you are fully enclosed. Ah. Plus, um, I mean, it has, you're not going to be putting a little stove inside your hammock. You could put a little stove inside your tent. <laughs> which we, I, neither of us recommend. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The last thing you want to do is put fire inside of a nylon, like an enclosed nylon structure. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, there are other tents that I've seen. Uh, this guy on YouTube, Casey Happy Camper or something, he, yep. he drags out these enormous tents out into the middle of the woods in Canada. And it's all, I mean, it's all canvas. It's built for having uh, a little pot belly stove inside. And he brings. Yeah, but those are called, th- those are hot tents. Oh, they're hot tents? But they're That's what tents. they're called. It. it says tent right in the name. <laughs> yes, but it is a hot tent. Uh, they tend to weigh about forty pounds. Um, that might be a slight exaggeration, depending on the, on on the size of the tent. But yeah. those those are definitely those are made for uh, usually for um, winter um, camping, yeah. uh, uh, hunting uh, parties. Might use something like that. They have no floor. Oh. Yep. You clear out the snow. Uh, you usually put up cots um, and then you put the stove in there. Uh, you don't really want to put the stove in a tent that has like a big, like like an actual integrated floor. Um, yeah. Because embers and. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't have a floor. They're usually just walls and a roof um, and then a hole in the roof to put the pipe out of. Um, and then the, around the hole in the roof, that's all reinforced with like leather and something like that. So that, you know, it can take the heat. Um, I I would love to try one of those. Uh, usually, um, you know, me living in Florida, I don't really have the opportunity to do something like a hot tent. Uh, Uh, sounds like an excuse, Dan. It is kind of an excuse. I know. Well, and then, you know, even if... Do you know what a polk is? P U L K? No, I do not. Okay, a polk. Um, uh, now we're getting real technical here. Old school too. So a polk is like a sled that you uh, would pull behind you in snow. Oh, okay. I've seen similar things to that. Okay, and the idea is. The idea is that you 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 can take a lot more with you on a winter camping trip um, 
because instead of having 60 pounds of stuff on your back, you can put 80 pounds in a sled and just pull the sled over over the snow. Yeah. So it really depends on having snow, right? Yes. And so you, you wouldn't... Attached to a bicycle. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as, as far as winter camping goes, uh, that's, that's the only time you would take uh, a hot tent, um, because of two reasons. One, you're going to bring a stove with you. That's going to add some weight to your, to your pack. And then you're going to be carrying a, a canvas tent, which like, I mean, they can weigh 40 pounds by them just themselves. So you have a 40 pound uh, tent, you have, uh, say, a 25-pound or 20-25-pound stove, and that circular uh, exhaust for your stove is circular, and it's also four to five inch diameter. Um, that's not going to go in a backpack very easily. No, definitely not. And so you'll you'll carry all of that in a sled called a pulk. Mm-hmm. Um and you know you're not going to do 15 miles with like pulling a hundred pound uh, sled behind you, but you could do you know 10 miles one day and then make make like a, a five day or a seven day trip of it. And it's definitely something that they would do a hundred years ago uh, when they were heading out into the unknown and trapping and um, hunting and stuff like that during the winter, especially like up in northern Maine. Um, into Canada, uh, where you were taking like a week to go check your lines, um, yeah. your, your trapping lines. Um, right. And it, it, I mean, it's definitely, it's it's a romantic get back to nature type of setup, you know, especially in the colder northern uh, months. Mm-hmm. Well, you brought up a good so, point um, yep. in that discussion about... Um, having just having room in your backpack for a tent is a really difficult thing to achieve. Um, unless you have an expedition bag that's like, you know, 6,000 cubic inches or something, a tent probably isn't going to fit in your backpack. So you're going to have to strap that along to the outside. Whereas with a hammock, I mean, my hammock folds up to being about eight inches square. And that easily fits inside of my backpack. It de- it, it definitely is uh, an advantage to the hammocks to, to not have all the poles because the poles definitely take up a lot of space and they require yeah. a, a certain uh, degree of uh, just – you can't just jam it into the backpack like you can with a hammock because right. you're not going to break anything in the hammock by just jamming it all into the bottom of your of your backpack. Um with that being said, uh, you can go to like a Big Agnes uh, ultralight or a Nemo, um, a Nemo ultralight uh, tent setup, and it'll definitely take up a lot less room. It also means that with those poles, if you have a backpack that doesn't have an integrated um, uh, like um, frame or something like that, you can actually utilize those poles to keep your backpack uh, standing upright. Um, on your back, um, well, while you're hiking down the down the trail, oh. uh, because well, here's the thing: say your backpack is just like kind of like a, a school backpack, and it doesn't have a frame. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you throw a tent in there that has four poles that are 18 inches tall. 
which is about this, which is say, you know, similar to the, the, the height of a frame on a backpack, you throw that in there and you pack everything around it. And now you've just given your backpack a frame of sorts, you know, you've just given it a, a rigid structure, uh, on, on your back. Um, which is definitely a plus for smaller non-framed backpacks if you're going to be using them as an overnight bag or something like that. Yeah, wow. Of course, you can go the other route of strapping a tent to the outside of your backpack. Uh, Of course, if you have something like the Atmos 50 AG from Osprey, uh, that is their smaller AG bag that doesn't have any straps on the outside, you're going to have to figure out how to get that tent inside of your backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, which like we said last week was something that I, I have a problem with the AG for that one reason. The fact that it doesn't have straps on the outside so that you can strap stuff to the outside of the backpack. I mean, it's just something that I'll rant about until I'm old and senile and going into dementia. <laughs> Um, but as far as, as far as tents and hammocks go, I feel like the jury's still out. Um, tents have their advantages, but they've had a long time to, to come up with those. Right. I mean, we used to have, you know, 75 years ago, 80 years ago, 90 years ago, uh, it was always the triangle, you know, it was the pup tent, you know, um, with, and that, and that's what you had. And then you had companies that like, um. Uh, who's, who's that? Uh, the name is escaping me. Um, anyway, so thirties, forties, uh, people started having 40 hour work weeks, right? Okay. Yeah. And so camping became a thing. Uh, you didn't just live out in the woods. You didn't, you, just because you were a hunter, you had a weekend free, from work and so you wanted to take the the family out and you you went camping it was just something that people did um and so more companies came around and started making uh camping gear right mm-hmm. because people had pt they had paid time off yep they yep. had weekends and they could go do stuff they didn't have to work a seven hour or seven day week right. um and so Tents have have been in the form that they're in. The 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 dome tent has been around for probably a good seventy years. Yeah, hammocks uh, ha- have been popular for maybe ten ten years, maybe. Yeah. Well, a, a good another consideration is back in the forties, fifties, sixties, even seventies, the materials that we make hammocks out of weren't cheap enough or available or whatever to to make a product that would be worth buying you know um just like the nylon straps and stuff that you use to hook to the tree you know and the, and have it be strong enough to support you and durable enough to not be cut every time you hang it to a tree and you know but flexible enough that you can break it down and put it in a backpack and things those <clears throat> I don't think that that was an easy material to produce back in the thirties and forties. If, if it was even possible at all. So there was a technological component to hammocks having such a later takeoff too. Well, plus I think traditionally people, people were so used to sleeping on the ground. Um, And so, um, 
it really took a while for people to start thinking outside the box. Like I can sleep between two trees. Like I can actually take, uh, I mean, we've been making hammocks for, for a long time, especially if you go to different countries, Mm -hmm. um, they've been making hammocks for a long time. Um, but I think people just traditionally, uh, thought of camping as, as a tent. I mean, that's what you, that's what you used was a tent. And, it took a while to to think. Okay, well, I can take this hammock that I have in my backyard that has like you know the mesh uh, nylon lines running back and forth in that weave, and I can take this camping. Now, how do I do that? You know, and um, I know Clark. I think Clark was founded in the eighties, um, and so they've been making hammocks for thirty plus years, mm-hmm. um, but. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, they're the most amazing company in the world and they were so ahead of their time and they had the foresight to to really get into hammock camping 20 years not before it was going to be things. popular. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not trying to say those things. I'm sure there were a lot of other companies <clears throat> that that did hammocks uh for camping as well. Uh, just off the top of my my mind, I don't I don't recall them. Um okay. But <clears throat> what I what I'm saying is is um Hammocks haven't been around for in a camping setting as long as uh, tents have been, and I feel like people, when they think of camping, they think about getting getting a tent and heading out into the woods. Right. Um, and I feel like camping in general has been steered uh, towards uh, tents. Um, a lot of the gear that you see, um, like you're not going to take the straps on the bottom of your backpack the Osprey Stratus that you have, you're not going to yeah. take those straps at the bottom and strap your hammock to the bottom of that. No, <clears throat> no, I would it not. is just, it's just like, so, so here's the thing. So if your backpack is really, really full, uh, with other stuff, say you're going on a longer trip and you want to bring a couple extra pairs of clothes or underwear or whatever you want to bring, um, you at least with a tent have the option of strapping it to the outside of your tent or of your backpack. Mm-hmm. You don't really have that option with, with a hammock. Well, you could like cross the straps to, you know, you don't have to do a, a full loop with them. You can cross the strap from the right side over to the buckle on the left side and hold something shorter. Maybe that way. Yep. <clears throat> I don't I'll, know. I'll, I guess. I'll t- well, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is just as far as ease of use and as like as far as how they've designed backpacks nowadays. If there are straps on the bottom, it's usually for bedding, uh, like a like a mat, like a sleeping pad or something like that, yeah, or for your for least, your tent. Yeah, twenty four inches long or so. Yeah. Yeah, they're not thinking. Okay, we'll put straps on the bottom of this backpack so that the user can throw a stuff sack underneath it. I mean, that's that's not what they're thinking. They're thinking something rigid, like uh, tent poles or or a sleeping pad. Right. Um. So, <clears throat> and we've kind of gone all over the place. Um. I guess as far as as far as your next camping trip out in the woods. Are you more likely to bring a tent or a hammock? I would personally be more likely to bring a hammock. Uh, just because of the kinds of woods that are around here. There's, I mean, there's no tall mountains. Uh, it's all 
woods with big trees. It's relatively flat ground. Um, I honestly find hammocks to be more comfortable to sleep in. So I would be bringing a hammock. So as far as the end of the debate is concerned, you were the tent guy and you're going to probably go with a hammock next Yeah. Time. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, so Melanie comes with you. Obviously, you have to default to a tent. Of course, yeah. It, would you ever consider purchasing a two-person hammock? Um, I, I don't think I would. I think the, uh, I mean, I haven't seen them, so I don't know how good they are. But I feel like it would be a little bit more intrusive to have a two-person hammock. If it swings and sways and everything the way that a one-person hammock does, I don't think either of us would be able to get very good sleep. Well, the two-person hammock that I've seen has uh, one rope for your head yeah. and two rope, two ropes at your feet. So you tie off to two separate trees at your feet. So it doesn't, it's not going to be moving around too much. Oh, okay. Also, there's another company called uh, Ten, Ten Siles or Ten Sites or something. I think it might be Ten Sites. Um, and they make a uh, hammock. It's almost like a tree fort. You utilize three trees, but the, the, the hammock itself is huge. Uh, you can do, I think it's three couples in the thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll have to get you a picture. <laughs> How many trees do you need for that? Three. You need three. Oh. It's, uh, the floor plan is shaped kind of like a triangle, mm-hmm. like a big triangle. Uh, and in the center of the triangle, there is a hole. Uh, and that's how you enter into the, uh, the whole oh. thing. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. It's uh, I know Daryl and I, <clears throat> Daryl and I have discussed it because uh, he kind of wants to get one and throw it in the backyard uh, so that the kids have one as like a, as a tree fort almost. Yep. <clears throat> but as far as um, as far as I'm concerned, as far as like my next trip out, it really depends. If it's raining, I prefer a tent. Um, because of setup it is easier for me to set up a tent in the rain than it is to set up a hammock in the rain Mm -hmm. Uh, i know that you can put your tarp up first and then you can get underneath your tarp and start stringing up your hammock um i would still prefer to just set up a tent it's just me um if if it's pouring rain i would prefer to set up a a tent yeah Uh, that way when i get in the thing i haven't risked filling it up with water right um if it's nice and sunny out and I know that I'm going to be under the tree line and I know I'm going to have uh, decent uh, trees, I'll most likely I'll bring a hammock. If it is going to be sweltering hot, if it's like 100 degrees like it tends to be in Florida and it's 95% humidity, I'm probably going to bring a tent. Because uh, oh. I like that. The, yeah, because if if you're just stuck inside of a cocoon and you have nylon on both sides of you and it's 100 degrees outside uh you just sweat so much and all of that sweat just ends up staying inside of your your hammock hmm i had at least as far yeah as as far as your back is concerned or your arms uh it can get kind of muggy uh you should come down here with your hammock and go camping with me. I'll, I'll show you exactly how how uh, muggy it can get. 
Okay, um, I'm excited. And, Let's do it. <laughs> oh, you should be. Um, but uh, like down here, it's rough. Uh, during the winter down here in Florida, I'm definitely bringing my hammock every single time. Uh, during the summer, I'm bringing a tent. Um, for for that reason, uh, I can get a breeze going through my my tent. Um, it's tough to get a breeze to go through my hammock. Right. But then again, I have a four season hammock. Um, so I can't knock all hammocks just because mine can be warm in the summer. I mean, it's a four season hammock. It should, it's going to be warm. I think we should uh, consider calling it an episode. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about Christmas stuff. Um, I hope you have a couple of good ideas for that. Uh, but I think we can close it out. It was fun. Uh, this was a, a good one, I think. I think it's... Uh, it was I this episode. Yeah, I hope so. I've learned I a hope lot other about people can... hammocks and tents. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, I think we can call it a day and we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, let us know in the comments, uh, what you think. Thanks.